today I had the opportunity to interview Andy and Hong. She's a friend of our family. We love her dearly. She's an international student from Korea. She's studying at Brigham Young University in Rexburg, Idaho, freezing her tail up there, and took the time to tell me a little bit about Korea, tell me what it's like to be an international student, and some of the things she's learned in the United States. This is Tamara Tran. Thank you for tuning in to the Yakety Yak Podcast. Tell me what you're studying. I'm studying graphic design. What about graphic design interests you? Um, maybe creation. I, I like really like to make something. Yeah. Do you like to draw? Uh, yeah. She doodles all the time. You doodle all the time. Have you always liked drawing? Yeah, but I specifically like. How, how do you say calligraphy? Calligraphy. Calligraphy. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. So tell us about where you're going to school. I go to BYU-Idaho in Rexburg. How are you liking it up there? I love school, but I hate Rexburg because <laughs> it's so cold. It is cold, isn't yeah, it? Yes. Kind of isolated. Not a lot to do mm-hmm. up there. Not a lot There's to do. There's nothing to do. I've been there. When you were in Korea, did you ever picture yourself in Rexburg, Idaho? No. Was that not, your end goal? No, not even like in America. I thought I'm going to live and die in Korea. So I know you're from like a more rural countryside part of Korea. Yeah. Like, is it similar to Rexburg or? Not at no, all. It's really? like completely different. Really? Well, compared to America, it could be like maybe Utah is, with the ocean. Like Utah with the ocean? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you live along the coast? Mm-hmm. Okay, I you thought you were more southern, in southern central Korea. Korea. Really south Korea. Yeah. South Korea, close to Japan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But close to the water? Yes. How do you say it? What's the city called? I'm from Yasu. Yasu. Mm-hmm. Y-E-O-S-U. Yasu. Mm-hmm. Where were you born then? Yasu. Oh, you were born there. Mm-hmm. And does, does your family still live there? No, my family lived there for like 13 years, and then we moved to, which is Busan, nearby to Japan. Busan? Yeah, nearby Busan. We lived there for like more than 12 years, and then my family moved to Gwangyang, which is really close to Yeosu, and we lived there for three years, and then we moved to Seosan, which is close to Seoul, the capital of Korea. Oh, no, I... Gangnam? Gangnam is in Seoul. Oh, so like Gangnam style. style. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like Beverly Hills in Korea. Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. Oh, I see. So what is? So it says Oppa Gangnam style. What does Oppa mean? Oppa is like older brother. So, Oppa has two meanings, like older brother or like your boyfriend who is older than you. Like it's like nickname. Oppa. 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 Gangnam style. Gangnam style. So basically, he's saying he's cool. Oh, okay. Um, kind of a respectful way to yeah. call him. I'm cool. I'm cool, and I'm fat, yeah. and I'm wearing a white suit. Yeah. What? He did. He wore a white suit, didn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and black sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Ryan was a pretty good dancer. Lee can do the dance really well. Really? Yeah. It's called horse dance. A horse, horse dance. dance. Yeah. It looks yeah, like he's giddying up on a horse. 
So Reet. Eddie and what brought you to America? So Okay, no, Ryan. What? <laughs> this isn't a video. Yes, it's an audio. It's live. It's live? It's yeah. live. Someone is watching us. Oh wow. What did what did bring to Yeah, what brought you to America, specifically Utah? So my parents used to tell me I need to go to BYU Hawaii because back in the time when I was in high school, lots of members I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So they used to go to Hawaii a lot. So they kind of asked me like, do you want to go? But I thought it was kind of like dumb because I didn't know how to speak English and I didn't have any friends or family there. So I just like, well, I don't want to. I just want to stay in Korea to study. And then I went to a university in Korea and I didn't like it at all. Like, it was completely different than I thought. What was like, different about it? What did you think it was going to be like? Um, so from the church, I've learned like lots of things I'm mm. not supposed to do or what, Yeah, you know. But people had like really different standards or views about their lives. So I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. It was like, kind of a party school. Yeah, it's like it was so different. And then at the time, I went to, especially for youth camp EFY. from the church, yeah, EFY. And then I met lots of people there who had the same struggles as mine. And then we were talking about it, and then I figured they were going to BYU Provo or UVU in Orem. I see. And then they was like, oh yeah, like if you come to Utah, there are so many members, so you don't feel like alone or... You don't feel unique, so you're going to feel welcome. And then I was thinking about it after camp. And then I was talking about it with my parents. And then they were so happy for my decision. That's why I came to Utah. Were they disappointed that you weren't going to BYU-Hawaii, which no. is closer? No? Mm -mm. They were okay? Yeah. As long as... Because it was a BYU school? Yeah. How You said that you were a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Seoul, or in Korea. Yeah, in Korea. Are you generational members? Is no. your whole family? My mom baptized when I was two, and a year later, my dad got baptized. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so... then when I was 11, like 10, we got sealed at the temple. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, that's neat. So your mom found the church through missionaries, right? Yeah. And just knocked on the door? No, my uncle got baptized first. And then he brought missionaries to my mom. Mm. And then she loved it. That is fantastic. Are you an only child or do you have siblings? I have a younger brother. He goes to BYU Hawaii. BYU Hawaii. Yes. Tell us about the education system in Korea and how it's different than... I think like till middle school, like junior high is pretty much the same as America. But high school is completely different from America. So what time do you guys go to school? We get there like 7.30, leave at like 3-ish. Yeah, we go to school at like 8. We stay there till 11 p.m. What? So we eat lunch, dinner at school. 11 p.m. at night, every night? Yes. Doing what? What, did, what would you do So day? from 8 till like 3 or 4-ish, like teachers teach us like subject like math, English, Korea, mm -hmm. like history, whatever. And then after dinner, we eat dinner like five or six ish. At after school? dinner, yeah. After dinner, for two hours, we do like 
Mm, auditional study? Maybe it's called auditional study. Like, you like teachers come to your class and then they give you lesson about specific subject more. And mm. then for like two hours more, you study by yourself. Wow. That's yeah, incredible. In, in a class. Every day, five days a week? Yes. So sometimes we go to school on Saturdays. So, and then some people go to academic after even school. Yeah. So they stay like academic school. Till after like, 11 p.m.? Yes. Till like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. You're kidding. What? Yes. And then are back at school at 8 the next morning? Yeah. It's crazy. No. That is intense. It's crazy. Are they like boarding schools? Do they live there on campus? Or is it just regular where they just go home? Just go home. So Korea is like smaller than America. So we don't like in Korea, we don't drive. Like high school students, we are not allowed to drive. So we have like bus. We use oh. like transportations, like bus. Taxi. How old are How old are you when you get a driver's license in Korea? I was in Korean. I was twenty one, I think, and oh. then in America, I was twenty. You're kidding? Yeah. So after after well, high like, school, what's the limit? What do you mean? What like, is the age? To, what What's the earliest age you can get a driver's license in Korea? In Korean age, 20. Oh, 20 really? years yeah. old. So after high school, you can get it. So no one knows how to drive. So like 19. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. Yeah. I think it's dumb. Because we don't, after high school, like we try to get license. And even though we have license, we don't know how to drive. Because you haven't had any practice. No. Ooh. But in America, you guys are so smart. Like you guys just let them drive and then like practice for like high, high school couple. students. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, after graduate, like they're actually good at driving. But you guys wouldn't drive. even have time to practice if uh-uh. you're at school every day till no. 11 p.m. Crazy life. Do, don't they have intramural sports in school in Korea? We don't. No sports, just well, all academics. So we have sports before people who actually are gonna go university with the sports like as major. Wow. We don't like we don't play any sports. They're fun. So you would, if you're really good at football or soccer or something, yeah. you, they identify you as good at it and mm-hmm. that's what you're studying. Yeah. That's your subject. Yeah. So in high school, like in Korea, we have two kinds of high school, like high schools for going to university and the other one is just getting job after high school. So if you go, if you just go to the high school for university, you stay from 8 till 11 p.m. But if you go to the other high school, you don't have to stay till 11 p.m. You just done at like 5 or 6 something. Who determines which school you go to then? You, your parents, I decide. Your parents choose that or does the students choose? Honestly, parents. Parents choose. Yeah. If their kid, if their child seems like they have a gift for a certain sport, then they say, okay, you're going to go to the sports high school. Yeah. But we don't have like sports high school. But in Korea, like, uh, like the specific high school has like sports, but now we don't have like sports high school. Oh, okay. So some schools just have sports programs mm-hmm. and some don't. Some mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Which is really that. different from America. Are those private schools? Are they all publicly funded? Mostly public, but there are some privates. And and how about college and university? Is it expensive in Korea? Yeah, it versus is. Versus Utah? Mm-hmm. Like, depends on your major or... Because in Korea, we choose major when you actually, like, apply university. You have to know. Yeah, you have to know. So you, when you choose university, you choose major too. So oh. when you apply, you apply for the major. Wow. So for four years, we take generals about the major, and then we take class about the major. So we're not taking only, like... 
English or math or we um, take generous about the major. Does wow. it make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's why so you guys are yeah. so smart. It's specific. So when we when we change to when we change our major, it's so hard because you, you start you already over. Yeah, because you already chose it. Oh, that's a lot of pressure, isn't uh-huh. it? So like, mostly in high school, you choose what you want to study. You really need to focus yeah. in high mm-hmm. school. Yeah. Because I think as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it was easy to go, I think, because Utah was like familiar because I've learned about, I mean, heard about Utah a lot from the church or other people or friends who go to school here. But mostly it's safe, I think. It seemed like a safe place. Yeah, it's place. really safe. Like, I never heard, like, I mean, there are some issues, but I never heard, like, dangerous situations. It wasn't like a big city Utah, where you hear. Yeah. yeah. When your parents, when you decided you wanted to come to Utah then, how old were you and what were you coming to Utah to do? I was 20 and then I was going to ELC, which is Language Center to Learn English. The English Language Center? Yeah. BYU Provo Provo has the program for international students. So you came over by yourself, but you came over for a specific program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And what were you doing prior to that? Had you just graduated from high school or were you in college? I was attending like one semester in Korea, like university, and then I quit, quit it. And then I came over to America to study English for a year. And then after that, actually, I didn't finish it. I thought like I couldn't make enough, like go to university in America. So I went back home and then I went to my mission. Wait, so you gave up? No, I didn't give up, but... Uh, but you came over for just to learn English and then yeah I thought like went. okay I'm done because I didn't want to attend more than two semesters to go to English because they have levels yeah and, and you already I knew thought, English right yeah I like when we take level tests when we go to the language center and then after two semester I thought like okay there is no level I want to do more your English mm-hmm. is good so, like, enough yeah not oh, okay Good, yeah, compared to when I was in Korea, I thought like, you'd made, oh, I you'd learned, made enough progress. Yeah, I learned more, so maybe it's time to go to mission because I was 21. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're here learning English in Provo, and then you decided you wanted to turn your mission papers in yeah. to serve a mission for yeah, the church? Yeah, but my bishop was like, well, you're Korean, so why don't you just go to Korea and then like do your mission paper stuff? And then, okay. I'm Korea. Yeah, because I really want to do the here. Because I kind of wanted to serve in Korea. I mean, America, yeah. like Temple Square. Mm-hmm. But he was like, he was like, no. Since you're Korean, I think it's easier to just go to Korea and then. And your papers yeah, and yeah. And I was kind of disappointed, but it kind of make like after mission, I was like, I was grateful to yeah. to have served your mission yeah. in mm-hmm. Korea. In Korea, yeah. But not everybody from Korea gets called to Korea, do they? Or is it pretty common? Mostly, most mostly serving Korea, but like oh. really, really rare people go to America, England, Japan, oh Peru. You have a brother, you said. Mm. What did he do after high school? Where did where did his career take him or his path? So as soon as he graduated high school, he went to army. Like in Korea, Korea's, Korean guys must serve army for twenty two months. Twenty two months. I think twenty. How old months? are they when they're first? Like 19. Oh, really? Like 20. Everybody in the country? Yes. So you can go between 20 and 29 something, but you have to go, otherwise you're going to go to jail. 
eventually you have to serve so might as mm-hmm. well just get it over with mm-hmm. so he went to high school and then army for 22 months and after that he went to mission for two years for the church and then he applied BYU Hawaii and then he's doing study that's so. true dedication I mean that's four years of his life at a really critical time mm-hmm. that he was able to spend in service to his country mm-hmm. and in service to his church mm-hmm. and now he's at BYU Hawaii yeah so to me it's kind of I mean when I came it's to a huge sacrifice yeah when I came to Utah I was shocked because in Korea it's like really really unique to get married when you're 20 because you have to serve you have to go to army oh yeah you, you have, have to, to, to finish school. your school so eventually when you graduate you're gonna be like 30 something and yeah? then you get married and yeah. then you get married uh-huh so <laughs> like everyone gets married when you were like 18 19 here yeah. were you surprised yeah i'm like wow <laughs> this is crazy what's the average age for korean women so to get married like members or not members probably both maybe not members like 35 7 really yeah it's like really normal like people because in korea i think mostly i think mostly yeah i think mostly korean parents support everything for you like everything they pay everything for your tuition or when you married after marriage even people support them oh really so when they get a job they kind of like pay them back you know by, by like, giving money to the parents yeah like in their retirement them, yeah then, then I think that's why they get married later. Because then they have more money. Yeah. I, I love the traditions of the Asian culture mm-hmm. because there is such a huge loyalty and relationship to their parents and to mm-hmm. your children and mm-hmm. to just helping each other. Mm-hmm. But I think for daughters, it's easy. But for sons, it's really heavy responsibility, especially if you're oldest. Yeah, if you're the oldest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where your brother is your younger brother, does he bear the responsibility or do you? For your parents, I think half, I half and half. You'll yeah. you'll split that. Yeah. I love the fact that, I mean, in Asia, there's that's just the tradition. Mm-hmm. The tradition is you do care for your parents, mm-hmm. and your and you care for your grandparents, mm-hmm. and it's very family mm-hmm. focused, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When you came back, well, so you served your mission in mm-hmm. South Korea, mm-hmm. and then what did you do? And then I came back home like. The end of <laughs> I came back home from mission like in 2014, the end of November, and then my grandpa passed away like in February, and then I thought, okay, I'm gonna stay with my family more because I didn't want to come back after my mission. Like I just want to focus on studying and then done, you know. Mm-hmm. So I spent like maybe ten months with my family in mm-hmm. Korea and then I came back to Seoul like in 2015 September to focus on your education yeah and then I went to Aldous Business College for almost two years and then I transferred to BYU I mean Idaho BYU it's got a great graphic design program doesn't it today yeah, I, think I think so, so. <laughs> I think they do <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. How long has it been since you were back in Korea? Now that you've been Almost here, four years. Three years. Four. Four years. Yes. Wow. Ooh, that's a long time. It is a long time. Yes. How are you doing? Without you have obviously lots of friends here. I think the first year I was like busy 
adapting school and stuff and second year year it was kind of hard because i miss my parents and like oh i miss my family but um, it's like getting now, now used, you're to used to it, it. like oh, whatever well and you're able to speak to your mom every day aren't you yeah is it weird not to miss them no i think it means you're really <laughs> no, adjusted but you, it's not like you don't see them or yeah talk you talk to them every day time. yeah cause i'm i'm not trying to focus focusing on them too much yeah. because otherwise i'm gonna cry and it's gonna sad. be hard to live here yeah i'm not trying to yeah. like, think about i mean i think about them like oh i miss them i love them but i'm not like oh what i'm gonna eat what i'm gonna do right now right mm-hmm. right because yeah. you have to get on with your life and you're studying and yeah. focused on your education because yesterday ryan's friend's wife Tanessa was asking me like oh arian if you get married to ryan like you're gonna live in america right i'm like yeah and do you think it's gonna be hard for you like because your family's not gonna be here like i don't think so and i was thinking maybe i'm weird <laughs> maybe you're weird yeah <laughs> no i think you're really strong uh, and i think your mom and dad are very uh strong and i admire them because i think people my listeners our listeners probably Amer- to Amer- to an american where we grow up here and we don't have any plans to leave the country necessarily. Mm-hmm. America is our country mm-hmm. and, and we stay here. But in other countries, I, I know parents raise their children with this hope mm-hmm. that they can go to America, mm-hmm. become educated there, mm-hmm. and hopefully live there. So there's a different focus. And it's True. isn't there? Yeah. Like in Korea, we believe America is like, uh, how can I say? Like... Like jackpot, like the jackpot, yeah. jackpot. Oh, it's us, right? More opportunities or better life, better jobs. And when parents can save enough money and and raise their children to be independent enough to be able to go to America, mm-hmm. that's what they're planning yeah. for your life, yes, isn't it? So it probably mm-hmm. makes your parents really happy, even though they miss you. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just hard for Americans to understand yeah, that anybody guys... would want to leave their country True. because we're here mm-hmm. in a country and we're so blessed mm-hmm. to be able to be here. Uh-huh. Now, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's awesome. And you'll, you can always visit. Yes. And the world is so much more connected with technology, isn't yes. it? You can talk to them every day. You can FaceTime them mm-hmm. and you can go visit, too. Mm-hmm. After my mission, my like. How does it say perspective? Views about perspective. Yeah, perspective has been changed. Like before my mission, I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss my family. How can I live without them? Yeah, it'd be hard. But like serving as a missionary for 18 months, like you don't focus on your family. Like you just focus on others and you don't even like talk to them. You just email them. So after my mission, I'm like, oh, it's easy because I can FaceTime them. I can talk to them. Right, it was so much better. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Actually, it's, it's not that. Better, yeah. yeah, it's not that hard. You know. Yeah. It was easier than I thought. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, and your parents in Korea are super busy, aren't they? They have yeah. big families. They're they working. They have jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your parents are young enough that they can go and do fun things. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Tell us about your your plans now. To finish school, I guess, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm planning to graduate next year, April, and then. I'm going to try to find a job in Utah. Maybe I'm going to do internship first for a long time, maybe six months, and then I'll try to find a job. Maybe well, and there's so many opportunities company. here. It, yeah. It's, it's a great market, especially mm-hmm. for graphic designers, especially for women. Mm-hmm. 
It's a really terrific market. Eddie, yeah. and it's, I really appreciate you taking the time to be a guest on fun. our podcast today. Do you have any advice for international students or for people who are meeting international students? Maybe I want to tell them be brave and keep in your path. I mean, be patient with yourself because sometimes you're trying, but you don't see a result like you want to have. Because when I came to America, like my ultimately goal was like applying to university, but I couldn't make it before my mission. So I thought I was failing. But after mission, I was able to accept school and then now I'm going to school now. So like at the point, I thought like, oh, well, what's the point to come to America? I failed. I'm done. But after mission, I just realized, like, even though it was a small thing to start, it actually helped me to be able to prepare for my future, which is where I am right now. So for people who are planning to come to America or studying in America right now, just be patient and keep doing, and then you're going to see your results when the time is right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. One thing that I really admire and love about your story is that you came to America and you were learning English and maybe a little frustrated. So you left to go serve your mission. So you did what you felt was right. Mm -hmm. Your values, you did what you felt was right and was a priority Mm -hmm. and returned home, got your mission call, and then you ended up back in Utah. Mm -hmm. What really inspires me in this story and that I love about it is that the timing wasn't your timing necessarily, mm-hmm. but it was the right timing. Yeah. Because if you had started your studies back then and not served a mission, you would be in a completely different place right now. I think so. You would have graduated. Who knows where you would be working. Mm-hmm. You two would not have met. True. True. To me, it's really neat because I love how we can see that God's timing is perfect. Mm-hmm even though it's not the timing that we want and it doesn't make any sense to us mm-hmm. because I don't know how you felt, but you were probably pretty frustrated. I was. And I was and really disappointed. Disappointed in just the whole yeah, experience. Like, oh my gosh, what did I do for a year? I think that's me. I think Heavenly Father just like wanted me to be patient with myself and learn something what I was supposed to learn before my mission. Yeah, and then you were able to go on your mission and learn some great lessons Mm -hmm. about life Yeah, and about yourself Mm -hmm. and have some experiences. Yeah. And then you came back. And then I'm here right now. And it worked out perfectly because otherwise you two never would have met. True. One thing that I really love about interviewing people is that it's so easy to see looking back Mm -hmm. how things fell into place the way they were supposed to. But I'm really impressed that people are willing to just push through the hard times and the discouragement and just keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Because as long as we're moving forward, we're making progress. Yeah. Very inspiring. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Demi. Thank you for having me. Thank you. La la la. Ta-da. Thank you for listening to the Yakety Yak Podcast. Someday... This is going to be famous.